0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this new edition of Mind Podcast. This is Adit Kapadia and together with me, I have my friend, a fellow columnist and budding cephologist, just like me. <laughs> I always say budding because we both are always going to be budding cephologists <laughs> till we come on TV and start giving our predictions. Ashish Chandurgar. How are you, Ashish? Hi, Adit. Thank you for having me again on the podcast. Yes. Ach, I forgot to add author. Yes, I keep, I keep. You know, <laughs> last time I introduced you because the your book, the the fundamis years had just come out at that time. So, uh, you know, is uh, uh, well published and very well regarded author. <laughs> yes, that's right.
1: Last time we spoke, it was about the book. Yeah, sometime huh. in December, I
0: think. Ha. Huh. So, but as long as I don't call you Varishth Patrakar, it should be all good. Absolutely. So, so Ashish is here, um, uh, apart from, uh, you know, ruining his Sunday with me, he's also here to discuss Maharashtra, Madhya Pradesh, and then give a little bit of a national picture in the upcoming elections. Now, I know Maharashtra is already, one phase uh, voting has already happened in Maharashtra, a few seats, uh, especially near the Pune, Baramati area, and so forth, Uh, but, but, A lot of seats of Maharashtra still have to vote, they'll vote, some will vote um, uh, tomorrow including the prestigious Mumbai seats and uh, I I say prestigious because and why I'll say that I'll come to that in the end and then uh, Madhya Pradesh will start uh, voting from tomorrow's phase as well. So Ashish is here to deconstruct them all and let us know what his thoughts are about it. So let's kick things off with Maharashtra. and the seats that have already voted, right, the the Sharad Pawar stronghold uh, in the Marathwada region and in the Pune region. Uh, I think Nandade already went to vote, Baramati, all those seats went to polls. And then, what were your thoughts about those, Ashish?
1: Right, Adad. So, yeah, Maharashtra uh, has voted, partially. 31 seats have voted and mm-hmm. 17 will vote tomorrow to end the election in the state. Right. Uh, what has been covered so far is the Vidarbha, Marathwada uh, region and some of the Sugar Belt seats, mm. uh, along with, of course, Pune. Uh, some of, partly, like some of the North Maharashtra seats and Mumbai uh, Belt votes tomorrow. Mm. Uh, so, in uh, Maharashtra, the large, the large expectation was that the NDA will do well. Mm. Uh, the BJP, Shiv Sena combined, the, the alliance will hold things in a, in a good stead. Mm. Uh, so there was one strand of the campaign which was top down, which was about Narendra and Devendra. So <laughs> Modi as the PM and Fadnavas as the uh, CM. What mm. they have done together, and uh, another term for them, uh, that the combination of them could, uh, of course, things uh, you know change things significantly in the state. So that was one of the top down thre- uh, threads which the BJP was using.
2: Mm. Uh,
1: the BJP also, cam- I mean, the the campaign also focused heavily on BJP, SENA and RPI Alliance. Uh, although the RPI, Atavle did not get any seat, but uh, Atavle was actually involved in most of the rallies and the the messaging was like that. So if you look at the rallies and the ads, mm. of everything said Bajpa, SENA and RPI, Yuti.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: now, from a, from a Congress NCB perspective, th- uh, there wasn't much of a top-down messaging. They tried to make this election bottom-up. Hmm. So they try to make it seat by seat, oh. basically. Um, and and, and in, fact in Maharashtra, that's always been the strategy. Uh,
0: and and just, to, just to add something and then you can continue. I think this is the Congress is attempting to try that all, all across India as well. That try this is 543 elections and stuff like that.
1: Yes, absolutely. But I think uh, especially in states like Maharashtra, uh, Haryana, Rajasthan, mm. uh, even partly in Gujarat, in some yeah. especially in the Sarasha region, I yeah. think that's always been the case for, for Congress, right? Correct. Where they have local strongmen. They don't necessarily
0: have an organization, but they have local strong people who are affiliated to the... Ah, to the especially the, the western party. part of India. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: So that's been their model and that, that's what they have done uh, in Maharashtra as well. So mm. They try to uh, counter the top-down uh, campaign of BJP by essentially calling out Modi on supposedly false or incomplete or uh, partially delivered promises.
2: Mm. And then they built up the bottom-up momentum which was based on local connections, caste, all right. those dynamics. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, uh, very
1: interestingly, Congress and NCP outsourced a large part of their campaign to Raj Thakre. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, Raj Thak- uh, himself is not contesting the election but oh. he actually addressed some of the biggest rallies. So outside of Modi Modi's rallies or even matching Modi's rally size, Sash Sakram mm. was the second most prominent uh, speaker. I mean, of course, Fadnavis also did his own rallies but uh, he was doing many of them. So there, there were many uh, uh, mid-size or, or large rallies by Fadnavis, but. Uh, Raj Thakri rallies were really well attended. He has done I think 6 or 7 large humongous rallies. Hmm. And his focus was uh, he, he used some new techniques like he was showing old videos of Modi and then trying to corner him on some of your promises and stuff like that.
0: Hmm. Some videos were outright incorrect. I mean these were probably WhatsApp forwards which he played to large audiences. So he also got caught in a Are couple bhai, of things. What's WhatsApp? Why forget what Raj Thakir said? Twitter WhatsApp in India? Mein? Ah absolutely I also knew how much I had written it so anyway I am te, so thankful to him for no no no, so, so, the... no I think congress <laughs> workers who keep saying ki Rajiv Gandhi computer lie and Raj <laughs> Thakras said this even I think the Congress says buskar yaar itni loyalty to hum bhi nahi <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so so yeah his, his rallies were fairly well attended so now the, the question in Maharashtra is um, okay, and, okay before, we, before I go to the analysis part so there was
1: one more uh, thing which was that um, I think there were, SENA repeated a lot of its own sitting MPs mm, in mm. several seats and mm. uh, there was a palpable uh, anti-incumbency against the individuals which mm. SENA fielded in several con- uh, constituencies right. and uh, BJP of course relied on several defections so BJP got some of its candidates from other parties uh, in, in a few seats.
0: But 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 that is also specific to different regions, right? So in the Marathwada region where BJP was not traditionally strong, that's where it got probably some of the most defections. So the defections um,
1: happened. Uh, so but even uh, well, so it was not just Marathwada actually. So even even for example in uh
0: Ahmed Nagar which has generally been a bjp uh-huh. seat I mean, bjp has some presence there right so they replaced their sitting mp and got a uh-huh. and, and uh, dilip, the, the, and dilip, son of the deputy leader of right and dilip yeah. kumar gandhi's son sujay is contesting on a in- independent seat there yeah uh, yeah i mean not so, so sujay is the son of uh, no, sorry of not sujay of, uh, uh, yeah. but dilip 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 gandhi's son's sure. name is very similar to that also I, I i forget now i but but basically his son is contested on a, contesting on an independent seat there
1: yeah, so even in aurangabad uh Danwe's son is contesting as independent who's mm-hmm. also uh, i mean the seat is with, with sena so mm-hmm. that guy is in bjp party is contesting as an independent so there have been some uh, ups and downs in some of these seats mm-hmm. uh, constituency wise mm-hmm. now the um the, the question now is um so there are the, so the factors which will influence the election so mm-hmm. what, what so so three or four things one is um, can some of the imports into BJP can they upstage the existing uh, uh, seat holders, right? So, for example, in Madha, can uh, can can BJP actually defeat NCP? Madha is one of the strongest seats for for the NCP. Right. Yeah. But but they feel they feel that the son of the sitting MP, uh, Mohit Patel, so his son is now contesting on BJP ticket, right? Mm. Similarly, mm. Sena also had new candidates in Osmanabad. So so one 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 stand is like, will will there be in uh, enough? A top down pull uh, for for Modi and for Fadnawes, which will then negate the anti incumbency we'll against some of the sitting MPs. That is one question.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, second question is uh, Will NCP and Congress implode? Because the NCP and Congress really haven't had any large campaigns of their own, okay? Mm. There were no rallies. The, the Al Gandhi actually cancelled his Mumbai rally. Mm. Uh, so they haven't had any uh, major, so they are very active in print and on radio and TV, but like there's no big uh, gathering or rallies or road shows which which Congress has done except done by the individuals in their own seats, right? Mm. So will will that uh, affect uh, <laughs> the the uh, NCPB, the the Congress MCB prospects? Thirdly, I think that r- most of the reports say that the heavy turnouts have happened. Uh, so although the turnout went up and down in different seats so far, but uh, the, the turnout uh, has been significantly high in seats which generally are, I mean, in assembly seats which are generally pro BJP, pro Siena, right? So, this feedback also came from Bangalore and Hyderabad that typically the more middle class, the working class areas voted much more mm. uh, at this time. So, that trend seemed to have continued in some of the urban seats in Maharashtra as well,
0: mm. right? So, no, yeah, no, I, I'll tell you something though, and this is very interesting what you raised, uh, the point you raised about uh, there being the con- complete lack of enthusiasm in the greater Mumbai area. The That is where greater Mumbai area is about 10 seats, right? If you count like the six Mumbai seats and then Thane, Kalyan, Palgar, all those seats, right? And there it seems like the Congress except for one or two seats is not even there contesting and even though Raj Thakre has been addressing those massive rallies uh, probably Rahul Gandhi was reluctant to share the stage with Raj Thakre because of the impact that it would mean in other seats.
1: No no absolutely I think Raj Thakre did not join the alliance Uh, I'm sure that NCP tried to get him right Right. Uh, in in the larger Agat because if you if you remember in January in the first flush. Congress and NCP had only declared forty seats, Mm
2: right?
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, But and they had left eight for different allies. But they had not named who these allies were.
2: Right.
1: So uh, the NCP was trying to get an MNS to uh, in in the fold, but it was pretty clear that Congress would not have uh, allowed that to happen Mm -hmm. because it also then impacts uh, the North Indian prospects. And Mm -hmm. basically, I mean. the question would have been how many seats can Raj Takre impact on his oh, own, right? Correct. So, I think that is still debatable even now, there are two two schools of thought. One says that Takre, people go to his rallies mainly because it's very entertaining and he's a great speaker. Oh, but yeah. they may not vote as per what he says and then of course, there's one school of thought especially driven by the media hmm. that Raj Takre is going to change the election completely against uh, BJP Sena. So, uh, uh, so I think so the, the, the fact is that he was not acceptable as an alliance partner mm-hmm. and uh, the other uh, setback happened from, uh, from from Prakash Ambedkar's party right he allied with uh, the, the AIMIM overseas party mm-hmm. uh, and he's contesting under the symbol of Vanchit Bahujan Aghadi or VBA. Yes. Uh, in, in fact Ambedkar is himself contesting in Solapur against Sushikumar Shande and uh, the Swami Ji who BJP fielded, right?
0: Yeah, and if, if if even Ambedkar manages to get 4 or 5% votes, so some from the Dalit side and then some from the Muslim votes, uh, that is straight loss from, like, especially the minority votes straight go from the Congress, uh, NCP's kitty.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. So, uh, and I think that is the reason why a uh, lot of people are speculating that seats like Solapur uh, might come through for BJP mainly because will actually cut those votes significantly mm-hmm. uh, even Nandir, uh, what will happen we don't know like he, ca- he did the campaign a little bit against the congress even in there so mm-hmm. uh, yeah i think that that remains to be seen so so there too so so uh, you know the bjp cera uh, supporters are uh, banking on vba to cut votes and the congress and okay. supporters are uh, banking so, so, on
0: yeah so, to cut so, votes. so hold that thought and i'm going to come back to mumbai in just a second um, yeah, so finishing up Mumbai, I think Mumbai is probably a, a, a straight like thing for a BJP-SENA uh, uh, alliance. I a lot of people uh, 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 say that, you know, the, the chances of Congress NCP there are diminishing. Maybe in a seat, they have uh, a, a chance to make an impact because of demographic issues. But apart from that, you don't think there is any issue, right?
1: Yeah, so uh proper six seats. What yeah. is being discussed is three of them. So, Mumbai South where Muldi Devra's
0: uh, oh, son. Sorry, Millin Devra. Muldi Devra's son, Millin is contesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Millin is contesting and uh,
1: because uh, he got some big names from the industry like uh, Ambani and the quote to endorse him, mm. and the fear that some of the Gujarati population may not vote for a Sena candidate, etc. So that, that's been one seat under discussion. Mm. Uh, I personally feel that uh, the, the Sena leads in the early uh, savory uh, area, Lalbagh area, I think, will be, will be no, not Lalwag, sorry, the, uh, uh, I think the, the, mainly the, uh, the, the areas are joining the Mumbai South Central Sea. Huh, yes. I think those those areas will be high enough to see them through. Even if part part of the voters go for uh for, for so mm-hmm. my my guess is that it will need a big swing uh, like like a thirty forty percent swing of votes in Malabar Hill and Valkeshwar area for Deira to win. so I don't know if uh, no I
0: don't the Gujarati think yeah, I, yeah. Swing that, that much yeah, so i even if Gujaratis don't turn out to vote, it's probably going to be some of them not turning out to vote i don't see 30 40 percent swing towards congress yeah. and because and, and even even there like you it also depends on the local gujarati MLAs because those are like you know faces that have been uh, uh, there for mumbai bjp for a long time like your raj purohit and others so eventually they're, exactly exactly eventually they are going to you are going to have the raj purohit loyalists the Prabhat loda loyalists they are all going to come out and uh, uh, ensure like at least some of them come out and vote for the alliance Correct So So I, I actually
1: think that on the balance the lead might reduce, but Sina should hold on to Mumbai South.
0: Yeah, but, uh, but but the um, other seat is of course the, uh, the, the contest between um, Poonam Mahajan and uh, uh, Diyadath, right? which so by the way the I, I must add a lot of people do believe that just by demographics alone Punam Mah- Puna BJP should probably get the seat that Gajanan Kirtikar is contesting from and this should <laughs> this should be the Sena seat but in 2009 or even Mumbai South which BJP used to contest when Ben Mehta was around. But after her, correct. BJP has given up that seat for SENA. So, Which makes no sense because BJP has sometimes has had three MLAs from BJP, uh, Mumbai South. So why give that seat up to SENA? So, <clears throat> Yeah, so that, that's correct actually. I think the,
1: the, the thing is because Mumbai, I mean, I think the, the general impression has been that leave the island city to SENA and then leave the suburbs to BJP. I think that's like the rough. Division, right, which which they work with. So, uh, yeah, but but yeah, you're right. I think uh, in the in the margin, uh, the, the contest. Uh, I think what might work for margin is that she has been really active. Like if you see the last five years, right, she has been on the ground. She has been very visible along mm. with Ashish Shilar, who also has an MLA from mm. one of those seats uh, the seats, Vandre
0: course. West, or East, I yeah. forget. One of yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: West, West. So
1: mm. um, so that, that way, BJP has had a very good presence all along, and uh, mm. hopefully. For BJP, that is, uh, it should it should uh, work for them. I think the demographics are such that there are some pockets which are uh, extremely anti-BJP. So they'll have to get some of the some of mm. the swing votes or marginal votes. Mm. Uh, they'll have to get people out on that day to vote. Mm. Very importantly, so I think that it will. I mean, which is tomorrow, which is uh, mm. the elections tomorrow. There,
0: yeah.
1: so that uh, but that's it. Yeah, that is something to want, to look for. Although again, BJP should have an edge there. Absolutely, so, and, uh, and a little bit of uh, noise is coming from Mumbai North, where Vimala Matunka is contesting <laughs> uh, against Gopal Shetty, but again, the, the demographics in that seat is such that
0: I think uh, Gopal Shetty should win fairly easily. Yeah, that that, that seat, that seat. Like uh, I, I, my, my, I have a bet going on with my fellow, a friend from Mumbai North, that BJP will probably win with two, by two or three lakh votes. So. Yeah,
1: it is quite possible because uh, I mean Urmila obviously it's a parachuted candidate, uh, they have already had that uh, experience once with Govinda, right, mm. where uh, Govinda defeated Ram Naik and then basically did nothing
0: uh-huh. after that, so… No, so I thought it was that first the hero Govinda, actress <laughs> Urmila should be supporting actor or comedian in the next election. No, but I think if you, if you look at the, yeah, 2004 was an issue, but I think if you just look at the past assembly uh, trends, when BJP and Sena were fighting separately, you had BJP having huge leads in Boriwali, uh, Charkop, Kandivali, those seats have been like, you know, they have held those segments for a long time. And if you add Sena's, uh, and Sena was number two, so if you add Sena's votes, they have like 50 to 60,000 lead per assembly segment.
1: Yeah, so BJP actually holds 15 of the 16 seats uh, in the suburbs right now and the Chandivali is the only seat which they don't hold uh-huh. uh, in the assembly right so i mean it's extremely difficult to see how uh, Umla can swing so much vote, yeah. and especially in that in the area which you mentioned right so in the Borivali Kandhiwali belt where the BJP leads are humongous yeah
0: so uh, it's difficult to see how how that can be reversed but yeah at least in media that's one seat which is being talked about mainly because of the star attraction. Yeah, and I mean that—that's the thing. No? She's—I think she's found, figured it out that she's not going to win, so like might as well get some mileage doing interviews rather than anything. <laughs> so, and then the other seat also Manoj Kotak that like in the that's the Ghatkopar Mulun Malad belt there. There BJP should win. Massively, where, which was Kirik Soumayyaz's whole seat. Uh, That's one seat where Raj Thakre does have some influence because yeah. uh, MNS had some cutter and no, some also the, the, you know, the, 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 that seat has gone to NCP. So Raj Thakre is canvassing also more enthusiastically. Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. And I, I mean the NCP guy, uh, Sanjay Dina, I mean, he's been around. Uh, Sanjay Narayan Patel was actually the M-
0: uh, MP once because he, he when when actually MS contested the seat in 2009. Ah, when he, he defeated Kiran Somaya by 2900 uh, votes. Correct, correct. <laughs> so, but, yeah, exactly. I think it was
1: 2200 even, not even 2900. I think it was even lesser than that.
0: Yeah. And
1: then um, in, the, in the in the assembly also he he made a big show. I mean, of course, uh, he did quite poorly in assembly and BMC, but MS hmm. uh, was quite active in that area uh, hmm. through the last seven eight years.
2: Hmm.
1: So it might. Um, Change things a little bit, but uh, again, uh, the, the the leads were so big for me B- in the BJP areas in the in the Ghatko Mulund side
2: hmm.
1: uh, for BJP and Sena respectively that it, it is a little difficult to see that
0: the swing will be large enough for Patil for to actually win and win the seat mm-hmm. absolutely so. <clears throat> So that's that's basically that uh, in the Mumbai area. Moving on to Vidarb and then we'll go up to Madhya Pradesh and talk about that in the Vidarb area. I think Devendra Fadnavis is extremely strong. BGP is traditionally done well, but especially in this government, they have done they focused on it quite a bit, and they, they probably the alliance should sweep Vidarb. Um, so that's the conventional
1: wisdom, definitely. I think there are a couple of seats where uh, there are, there have been some negative reports, uh, mainly because of candidate selection or infighting, hmm. or because the sitting MPs uh, were, were have been there for too long, like in Amravati, for example. Against the Sina MP hmm. uh, was would be six a fourth or I think a fifth term now. Yeah. So uh, the, some of these uh, issues are there. Uh, the the general sense uh, seems that. Uh, BJP will do well, but it may not, the, but, but the SENA seats might be under pressure, a couple of seats, maybe mm. a two, three seats in Vidarbha and Marapada, mm. might be under pressure because it's in, to get it sacked together, but that, that's been a general feedback. Mm. But yeah, uh, with that fighting from Nagpur and then uh, of course a lot of camp, uh, canvassing by Sudhir mungadiwar in, in the Chandrapur area, Ghatrali area, mm.
0: uh,
1: and of course Fadnavez himself coming from Nagpur, I think largely...
0: Things should be all right. Things should be all right. Absolutely. So moving to Madhya Pradesh. Uh, uh, be- before we run out of time, just talking about Maharashtra. <laughs> you know, moving to Madhya Pradesh. It's Madhya Pradesh is a fascinating uh, contest this time because um, obviously Kamal Nath is one of those Congress ministers who you know who who is more political than the other ones in terms of he'll keep he'll keep doing his maneuvering maneuvering and stuff like that. Whether it works or not, not that's a separate debate. But. Work, which and um, last time BJP got 27 seats out of 29, um, the only seat, uh, one of the two seats, I mean the only two seats that they did not win were jyotiraditya and Kamal Nath seat. So that should tell you even in the Modi wave. And I don't see them winning those two seats anyways. So the question is about the other 27. What do you think, uh, Ashish, do you think there are going to be some small losses here and there in Madhya Pradesh, like Ratlam is another seat they lost in the bipoles where where Kantilal burya is the Congress strongman, do you th- see them winning those seats or stuff like that? So uh, in Madhya
1: Pradesh now, uh, it's, a, it's a very different situation compared to last time because uh, uh, MP BJP just lost the power in December, right? So
2: yes. The state apparatus and the machinery is now with Congress. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: historically, MP if you look go go back to 1998. Mm-hmm. Uh, despite irrespective of who wins in the state election, the 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 state. Uh, the Lok Sabha voting tends to be for the BJP. Right. In, in 98, Digvijay uh, won the election, but uh, BJP still got more seats. Even in 99, BJP prepared. It's a very uh,
0: nationalized a sort team. of election. Uh,
1: uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, in 2009, Congress did uh, pull, uh, pull back a little bit, but BJP still had 17-12 lead even in 2009. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, despite some... Uh, some MPs of BJP losing due to an anti incumbency etc. Right. Now, now in 2019 what has happened is uh, BJP has changed several of its candidates in very various seats. Right. Some candidates have actually been uh, moved to other seats, uh, new, new new seats as well. So so BJP has learned from the December lessons. What, what happened in December was that although Shivraj Singh was very popular but you know when you keep seeing the same face same mla face for three, four or five terms you get bored of the person right and then of course the person may also become less active and so on so the bjp i think lost 15 20 seats just because of poor repetition of ca- old candidates but and let
0: me ask you looked- uh, so you, what the point about Shivrat Singh, what you said was valid, and the, the, um, you know that he still remains very popular, he's still the star campaigner and stuff. But there are key seats where, so co- Madhya Pradesh Congress is a house divided. And interestingly to LA, all the... Uh, leaders because I, there was this joke I always had that when Ranjideep, Randeep Surjavala in 2013 was always asked who is your leader, he would go on this 30-40 second rant where he would name all the 8 leaders, you know, Suresh, Pachauri, jyotiraditya and all. This time it seems like Kamal Nath has given them all one-one seat in their guards and then have given them 3 or 4 seats to manage or something. So do you think that might sort of unite the Madhya Pradesh Congress or does it still remain a house divided? no actually if, if you if, if you look at the
1: way the poll, the, the, the polling has evolved see india has hardly campaigned in the lok sabha
0: he is doing eastern up crowds. He's doing uh, Western UP. Actually. Well, sorry, Western Eastern UP. Is Western UP. Uh, Priyanka is yeah. doing Eastern UP. Yes. Correct. Uh-huh. So, although his work is more in Western UP largely because uh,
1: by by tomorrow all the seats on the Western and the Central side would have pulled in hmm. UP. Hmm. Uh, the fact is that India hasn't spent as much time in MP. He actually hmm. pulled massive crowds uh, in his re- in his region in the Chambal Waliya belt hmm. in December and November, December. Hmm. Right. Hmm. So he has been uh, generally absent from the campaign,
2: hmm. more or less. Hmm.
1: Digbije, uh, because he's contesting from Bhopal, he's focused only on Bhopal. He has not done much campaigning in Rajgad or Gona or some of the adjoining areas,
2: mm-hmm. right?
1: Mm-hmm. And um, then uh, uh, Ajay Singh who's contesting uh, from
0: Satna, so he's, he's again uh, in his own area. Right. Arjun seen, uh, Singh's son. Yeah, correct, correct. So I think all of these guys, like Arun Yadav is contesting in
1: Kanva, so he's doing his own thing in Kandva. so largely like people have not really done a state campaign where Congress did uh, make a dent in, in, in November-December because uh, they, they, they different leaders are canvassing and campaigning in different regions mm. then and mm. fairly strongly. Mm. So this time that large Congress campaign is missing in the state despite mm. the fact that they are in power correct in, in the state. Mm. Now, uh, so, but there are still, the, the thing is that some of the losses uh, in December were pretty high. So I would say that some of the tribal belt seats like Dhar is one. Mm. Uh, Jhabua will be a marginal seat although BJP has put up a good candidate there in Jaboa so they've got a local city MLA uh, to-, to contest against Kandilal Boria. Mm. Uh, then uh, Shedol is another one which is on the eastern side uh, mm. that is another tribal seat. Uh, the, uh, these three seats I would say in addition to Gulab and uh, Chinwada and of course in Valier itself so Valier again I mean BJP suffered heavy losses in the in the, in the right. state election right? They only had one in right? yeah, yeah absolutely and even in 2014 uh, BJP had won the seat very narrowly in the 14 Lok Sabha
2: hmm.
1: So they have changed the candidate now they have put up an old Maharashtrian RSS uh, local person hmm. uh, Who is like a sung, out and out sung guy hmm.
2: Hmm.
1: But uh, so it remains to be seen if he can uh, win like a cross section of votes uh, hmm. in, in that area but, there are these five six seats which might be which might need a little bit of work. So I would say that the base case for BJP should be twenty twenty one, they should win those seats but yeah. and maybe the upside of two, three from there but uh, it may not be 27-2. It might be more like eventually 23 or 24, depending which on is, how the campaign which is,
0: which is interesting because that's, you know, in, in Gujarat, there uh, a lot of predictions are a finer version of that. I mean, I would go tell everyone to go back to our last week's podcast of Gujarat that I did with Chayang to listen to in detail. But a lot of people are saying that last time Ketara twenty-six-zero will be and Gujarat has already voted. It's probably going to be 24-2 or even like a 22-4 or a 23-3 but there are going to be two or three local strongmen who have traditionally won they will win back their seats because that's just you know that's how the cookie crumbles right like you you, you sometimes the local strongmen are so popular and get your work done that even if you have a new face they are not going to be able to withstand more than them more than one election. So. So that's what it is. But in, in conclusion, uh, the two uh, the two seats really in Madhya Pradesh that are in focus right now is one is Indore, of course, because Sumitra Mahajan is not contesting this time. So they have a new face, Suresh Lalwani, I think, right? Uh, Shankar Lalwani. Shankar Lalwani. Uh, Apologise, Shankar Lalwani. And then, uh, Bhopal where Sa- uh, Singh Thakur, Sadhvi Pragya Singh Thakur, is contesting against Digvijay Singh. So that's they're trying to portray that as a battle royale sort of speak but bhopal has traditionally voted for bjp since 1989 and i don't see that changing so um, what do you think uh, do is there are people leading too much into it or should indore and bhopal go bjp comfor- bjp is very comfortably so
1: uh, both Indor and Bhopal have been with BJP since 1989, hmm. Okay. Hmm. Oh. one interesting fact in Bhopal is that Congress has fielded a new candidate in every election since 1989, <laughs> they don't That's have a single true. leader who, 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 who in the city hmm.
2: who could have swung votes uh, for the party,
1: hmm. so I think there are 9 different names in 9 different elections and in Indore there have been 7 different names, two guys have contested twice. Wow so that way congress has had a fairly uh bad run in both the cities now hmm. of course they are banking on the little bit of upsurge they saw in the uh, assembly election for both the seats right uh for uh, let me yeah okay so let me let me uh take law first so hmm. so Shankar alwani is a old hand he's a local sindhi community leader hmm. uh fairly close to Sumitra maajan hmm. hmm. and uh clearly because she was not contesting or she was being replaced so she seems to have got her uh, favorite candidate in, in, right. in the in the race
0: right? and she shared a very comfortable relationship with Narendra Modi so I think that was going to happen that she was going to get a yeah. say in who gets that seat
1: yeah yeah absolutely I mean there was a thought that maybe Kailash Jivali gave him a contest but then he's decided to stay in Bengal where he's focusing as a general oh. secretary oh, oh. so uh, now Lalwani is Sindhi community leader he was seeking Indore for nomination even in December
2: hmm. and
1: In fact, uh, there was a little bit of a bad blood because he did not attend the nomination of Malini God. and typically he does that. He has done that in the past, but this time he did not. Yeah. And he was a little aloof through through the campaign. So that way giving now, so Sindhi community is a very interesting uh, case because the the, the communities always voted for BJP Hmm. and they have hardly got any representation from the party. Uh, Hmm. I mean, of course, uh, Mr. himself was a Sindhi, but Outside of that, uh, you know, the party really hasn't put up that many Sindhi candidates.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, there is a significant uh, number of Sindhi voters in Bhopal, Jabalpur, Katti, Khajuraho, uh, also in Pimpri Chinchford, in, in, uh, in Pune, in Bivandi. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, all those seats, some of these seats are also go to vote tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, even in Maharashtra, uh, Pimpri Chinchford, which is Marvel seat and uh, Bivandi go to vote tomorrow. So, I think it's a good signaling... Outside of Lalwani uh, getting ticket from Indore, I mean, it's about signaling for the community elsewhere as well, even in Mumbai, Northeast, uh, some population of Sindhis.
0: Also, so, Indore Indor isn't demographically like other Madhya Pradesh seats uh, or something, right? It's it's a very sort of a cosmopolitan mixed demography. Uh, yeah
1: think uh, you know, is also a very upper caste dominated seat mm. uh, but like Satma for example uh, in MP or maybe Baranasi in UP so uh, I think uh, the, largely I mean the, the, the makeup is fairly, fairly cosmopolitan but mm. I think the demographic that uh, may not be that uh, uh, diverse in, in that sense mm. I mean there would be pockets of uh, like for example the, community or as in the community a the muslim population but i think within within the main within the hindu voter base i think the upper caste dominates significantly in indore okay so uh it's a little different in that sense hmm. Uh now, uh, suppose so of candidature will also impact all the potentially all these seats and also very interestingly Bhopal itself. Oh. Because in Bhopal also, in oh. Beresia, in Govindpura area, oh. uh, in Huzoor uh, assembly, assembly seat, these are seats which have got good Sindhi population, good number of Sindhi, Sindhis, uh, Sindhi voters, hmm. right? And I think it's a bit of a reassurance uh, even for them that the community has got some representation. So candidate candidature, candidature actually was not just from an indoor standpoint, but it will have a ripple effect uh, for some of the voters who have not voted for the BJP potentially in the last one or two elections because so, of GSP
0: so, and... So essentially essentially, what you're saying is the Raja of Ragogad might lose in Bhopal.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So coming to Bhopal, uh, I, I mean, first of all, I, I don't think the uh, Congress has the organization to really make a difference. But mm. uh, the thing with Digmaj's candidature is that... see. Bhopal is a city of government employees hmm. who have lived between 93 and 2003. I mean, there will be a significant number of older voters in Bhopal yeah. compared to other cities, yeah, right? Yeah, because yeah. these people are just settled down hmm. in the same city. A lot of them are
0: now, retired, uh, of course. I mean, like exactly. So, so you know, Bhopal. Of course, Bhopal, he did not treat
1: Bhopal that badly, but as a city. But in general, his own image in the state is really poor as, as an administrator. <laughs> yes. So people will not forget his term that easily, and. Uh, uh, so, so, I mean, that's a disadvantage he starts with hmm. uh, in that sense. So, hmm. I'll be very surprised that uh, that I mean, he's able to pull off uh, uh, win in Bhopal because these three, four seats, like the 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 the, 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 the seats, like hmm. Kudur, Govindpura, Berasia, Sehore, these are four of the eight uh, seats in, in the Bhopal Lok Sabha. And hmm. uh, the, these should really pull it off for BJP. Anyways, even if the Bhopal city partially votes for the
0: Absolutely. Fascinating, uh, Ashish. And so you, th- you think it's going to be advantage BJP in Maharashtra and uh, Madhya Pradesh both. In Madhya Pradesh, probably with a little bit of a reduced margin compared to 2014.
1: Yeah. So in summary, I think in both the states, it may not touch the 2014 tally, but largely speaking, NDA slash BJP should prevail.
0: And that's what it seems to be the national picture as well. <laughs> that Correct. Even if they don't hit 282, the NDA BJP should prevail with a slightly reduced majority. Correct. So, okay. Uh, before you, we let you go, Ashish. Any recommendations that you have for our listeners? Any non-political recommendations you have for our listeners this week? Oh, uh,
1: for for a book, yeah, definitely. So, uh, to, uh, so today uh, is a day that uh, in Pune we remember Bajirao Peshwa. Right. So I would recommend uh, reading this book called The Era of Bajirao by Dr. Uday Kulkarni. Huh. It's a fascinating book on a on a uh, the ruler slash administrator, which country should know more about, who means some country should know more about. Mm -hmm. So, Uh, it's it's a good day to pick up that book uh, available on Amazon at a special discount for the next two or two or three days. Is what I saw on Dr. Gulani's Twitter feed.
0: Lovely, lovely, great recommendation, Ashish. My recommendation would be a documentary I saw on YouTube called uh, "All the Presidents, uh, uh, All the Dictators." Men. Basically, it's about North Korea and how there is a secret thing called Office Thirty Nine and how they um, work with the uh, Kim family and do that. So fascinating things. are. Once again, thank you so much, Ashish, for joining us. It's always a pleasure to have you. Thank you,
1: other Thank you for having
0: me. Yeah, and please stay tuned. We'll be back with more on Mindmakers with Ashish again with more analysis. Stay tuned for more. Thank you, guys.